If you're a nervous man in a $4 room, you've probably just contracted the HIV. Phoenix West, the Twilight Zone episode review show. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW, the Twilight Zone review, episode 39. I'm just going to rattle wrap this whole fucking thing out. Today's episode is episode 203. I said episode twice in a row. Nervous man in a $4 room. I don't, I don't get the title. That is, I mean, I get it. It makes sense. It's just insanity to think about, really. Four dollars for a hotel room, like maybe, a, maybe a dollhouse, like maybe you could get a dollhouse room for four dollars, but not a fucking hotel room in this day and age. Can you goddamn imagine? I can't. I can't. You can't even get a hotel room for a decent one for forty bucks. Like you can get one for forty bucks, but you are gonna. It's gonna be like the fucking cockroach motel off the interstate where you feel like you could probably get stabbed by the bed. Like the bed's so violent it might it might shank you in the night. I don't know. It might rob you. It's going to be one of those uh, hotel rooms from uh, Four Rooms, that movie, where there's a hooker in the bed, a dead prostitute in- sewn inside the mattress. I just it, it can't imagine. But this guy keeps complaining about his $4 room being really run down, but it, it looks fabulous except for the wallpaper. Anyway... Um, I am Phoenix West. Welcome to the show. Uh, today's 4th of July. I'm just sitting here watching the White Sox baseball game because that's what sport they play. Um, I can't watch a White Sox basketball game. They're not they're not willing to do that. Uh, so, yeah, I'm just relaxing, you know, you know, chilling, relaxing all cool. I'm watching some b-ball inside of my room. Oh, man, that I don't know where I was going with that. That. You ever just do something and you fail miserably and you just got to keep going, you know? Uh, stiff upper lip. Got to keep going here. I like pretending like I gave a shit about that bit at all. <laughs> Makes It amuses me. So today's episode is a very, very cheap episode. We literally never leave this room. This is the definition of a bottle episode. Even on the last episode that that the man in the bottle was technically a bottle episode, this is like... This is a, this is just to save money. This episode, but they do some cool stuff with it though, so I so I don't mind it. Um, this one, Jackie Rhodes, that's his name. That's the main character's name. He's age thirty four, and I looked it up, and I'm like, the actor is forty five in this episode. And I brought it up in the last episode, but I really do think they got actors to sign on to do this show because they were like, hey, his his manager or his his manager said he doesn't want to do the episode, and they're like, oh, tell him. Um, tell him he's playing a 34-year-old. We're shaving over 10 years off his age. And then it gets back to Joe Mantle, the actor who plays Jackie Rhodes, and he's like, oh, shit, 34, huh? Yeah, yeah. People believe that. Yeah. I'll do it. I can sit in a room sweaty and screaming. And that and that really does exemplify this episode, but it also um, is every episode of The Twilight Zone, pretty much, but especially this one, because it's all in the title. Anyway... Um, he's talking to this guy named George over the phone, and then suddenly he's like, I, I just I just want to do something, I just want to do something. And he's like, oh, okay, and just kind of lets the phone drop and kind of hangs it up. And I'm like, I don't think George, George exists. I think George is a figment of his imagination. Very strange. Uh, he, George comes over, so it turns out he is real, uh, or as far as we know. Um, at least it, it just says his psychosis goes even deeper because it manifests itself visually, not just um, audibly. So maybe maybe he's real, but maybe he's also crazier than we thought he was. Jackie, that is. 
Um, he explains that he's like, oh, this is, a, this is a shitty hotel when he walks in. And then our main character's like, it's four bucks a night, you know? And look, I mean, you know, this is what it is. It's a rundown piece of shit. Uh, it's blah, blah, blah. And George makes fun of him for the hotel. And I'm like, that hotel looks fine. It's all fully furnished. It's got a mirror. It's got a bed. It's got everything you need. Maybe the outside is just like, you know, fucking... I mean, it's the 60s, so it's a little different. So it's not like fucking meth heads outside. But maybe it's, maybe it's just rundown. Maybe a shitty part of the town. I don't know. But... The only thing I really saw that was bad in this hotel it had some some peeling wallpaper. That's just some glue. You can you can fix that in twenty minutes. You can be done with that shit. Anyway, George proceeds to tell Jackie that even though Jackie's small time and nothing, he's like, "You you got a kid. We got he talks in code. He's like, we got this bartender who's been complaining. He's not he's not paying his his protection tab. He's not he's not paying his jukebox fees. And I'm like, what the fuck are juke jukebox fees? Are we what are, what are those? Do you, I, I really don't understand. I, I, I'm not even joking right now. I have no idea what that means. Are they paying for this? Is he like getting his BMI royalties? I don't understand what the fuck that means. Is he? Does he have to put new records in there and then the mafia takes care of that? What the fuck are they talking about jukebox fees? Are they stealing them jukeboxes and then... Then, then he has to pay. I don't. Then just don't give him one if he doesn't pay. I don't want to... Oh my God, they have to pay monthly for a jukebox? This is insanity. What the fuck are you talking about? What, what possible... What... Mm, what could this possibly mean? I could look it up, but I don't want to. I want to be mystified. It bothers me. It really does. Um, anyway, this bar owner's not paying it, and then Jackie realizes he wants him to kill him, and he's like, I, I can't kill him. I don't have no guts. I got no guts, Georgie. I got no guts. I'm small time. I'm small time. I don't have any guts. I just, I was born without guts. I'm gutsless. I was, I had a, I had a guts, guts-actomy. I, I just wasn't born with guts, you know? I was, I was, I was out and about, and I, uh, I was on a roller coaster, and I flipped upside down, and my guts poured out, you know? And I said, I don't have any guts, okay? And he's like, that, George slaps the shit out of him. And then, if you listen to this episode, or you listen to this scene, um, tell me that George, when he's, after he slaps him, and then he starts yelling at him and gives him the gun. Tell me he doesn't sound exactly, exactly like Adam West, R.I.P., who died since last... Uh, he died this year. Anyway, he sounds exactly like Adam West. It is uncanny. It's fucking insane. He basically is like, you're going to kill this motherfucker because you don't have any guts. Nobody will expect it from you. You know, you're the you're small time. Nobody thinks you can do this. That's why you're going to do it. And then he gives him a gun. And then... Uh, and George leaves. And I was like, I have a feeling the rest of this episode is going to be fucking Jackie talking to himself. I remember this episode, but not incredibly well. I knew some stuff that I'll get into in a second here. But I, I was like, maybe they'll do something else. But um, not really. They just He talks to himself. But they get creative with it, like I said. Um, he lays in the bed. And he's talking to himself. There's a great overhead shot of him on the bed. There's, there's a lot of cool camera tricks in this episode that I really did enjoy, and it made the episode feel more lively than it really was because it really is just a fucking bottle episode where it's just one man sitting in a room talking to himself. But they got super fucking creative with it, and part of that is the awesome camera work that they did, which I which I really did like. Uh, this is interesting as hell to look at. Uh, he, he he's sitting there talking to himself. Um, he starts to freak out. Jackie does. And he's like, yeah, Jackie Rhodes the killer. Nobody believes that. Nobody does that. Nobody believes me. Nobody, nobody thinks I could. I couldn't kill anybody. And he, and he, uh, he passes out, wakes up, and maybe he freaks out then. I don't fucking remember. But the point is, he, he looks in the mirror, and he sees this like suave. Do you remember the episodes of Family Matters where Urkel's all suave because he does that like weird science shit in his basement which is the, the show is all the fuck over the place 
Remember that? And then he's kind of like a Tyler Durden version of himself, but he sees the reflection of himself all cool, like composed. And it's just a suave version of him. And the real version is all nervous and sweaty. And, you know, he's, he, he can't, he feels uncomfortable in his own skin. And the one in the mirror is all smoking and like, yeah, what are you going to do? Uh, talk, just like, you know, very casual, very measured. And it's this weird um, pause and play video effect that they, that they show. And it, it works. It's simple, but it works. And, and he, you know, Jackie runs around freaking out. And even in the other mirrors in the in the room, in this $4 room, he's, you know, the reflection's there and he's talking to him. He's like, Jackie, Jackie, Jackie. And he's just like disappointed in himself that he's running around. And I guess this is when he passes out. I did have it in the notes. I'm sorry, I forgot. And he like, he falls in the bed. And he's like, oh, and he's all smiling. And he like came himself, he, come, he, he comes himself to sleep. And I was like, what the fuck was that? That was weird. I didn't need to see that. A grown man, a 34-year-old, 45-year-old coming himself to sleep? Oh, thank you. I'm 33 right now. I can watch myself come to sleep just fine. That's me, though. I mean, I'll even do it in a mirror so I can have my cool version watching me. You know, he gets off on it, too. I, I, I assume. I don't really care if others come when I'm in the room with them. That's, just, that's, a, that's a rule I have. I don't care. I don't follow up. I don't ask. I don't, I don't even think about it, actually. I'm the only one allowed to come when I'm in a room. I will say this. Um, this episode had a really good job with the visual effects. I mentioned it before, but this is in my notes. Uh, when, the, when the nervous man, when the nervous version moves, which is the one not in the mirror, when he moves around, the reflection, reflection follows him. Like, it just, he follows him across the room. And I was like, that was, that was really good. And I was like, they probably shot the nervous version first, and then, then they got the movements down for the reflection version. Or they just had a couple shots of him, you know, looking off to the left, and they timed it right in editing. Yeah, that's probably more what it was. But either way, I don't care. I don't care how things are... I mean, I do care how they're done. It's, it, it interests me. But is it looked decent. It looked good. It was effective. It added more to the simple, simple fucking story of this episode. And it, 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 it raised it like two stars worth in my book. It went from like a really stupid episode to really quality. I don't know. It was, just, it was really effective the way they did it. Anyway, the... Um, the 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 one in the mirror is telling him he wants to come out and play. Basically, he wants to be the one to take over. He wants to do the. He knows that the nervous version can't do the job that he's being hired to do because basically, if Jamie doesn't, or if um, excuse me, if uh, Jackie doesn't kill the shopkeep guy, or the bartender, he he himself will be killed. And uh, they they start talking about how there's this girl they were he was in love with named Jamie Reardon, and uh, he was fucking her for a while, and then. Jackie did two years for something, some job he did, and then he keeps getting caught. Basically, is what he's saying. So the reflection version is like, dude, you're not going to do this and get away with it. You, you fucking suck at stealing. You're, you're, you're the worst thief. Can I just come out and play? Like, can I, warriors, come out and play? Can I come out, please? And um, I was like, there are so many stories, and even a Goosebumps book based on this, like where the the reflection version wants to come out and play. Yeah, he's going to take over. It's just one of the first Goosebumps books, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe like book eleven or nine or something like that. Anyway, there's he gets a phone call from George, and he's he's screaming at himself. This is what I want to say. He's screaming at himself like, "No, you can't come out. No, you had you. I'm sorry. It's my life, my life. Like you can't come out. No, no." And the other one's yelling at him too, and they're yelling at each other. He's yelling at his own reflection, like a fucking crazy person. And he gets a phone call, and it ends up being from George. But I was 100 percent 
um, sure it was from hotel management. Just being like, dude, we have... So- I mean, I realize this is a $4 hotel per night, but you are screaming at full volume at- late in the afternoon. Can you shut the fuck up? Like, you are... You are just a huge distraction. Like you are, I'm getting so many calls from around you. And these are degenerates, keep in mind. They're not even, they're passed out, most of them. They're all fucking hopped up. And they're still complaining. So that's how loud you are. Like people outside across the street are yelling or complaining. They're calling us. It's, it's a real issue, dude. But no, it was George. It, it, and it was like, this it looks like a crazy person just screaming at himself. And this is really all the episode is. It's just this. And that's what I'm saying. It's the, the most simple episode ever. It's just, they get creative with it, and it's fun to watch. Um, his mirror is basically, at some point, you kind of realize it's like his anti-depression. He's just like, come on, dude. Like, I, I'm confident. I'm this. I'm this. Don't give in to your depression. Don't, like, come on. Pull yourself out of it. He wants to be something. He even says that. I want to be something. I want to have friends. I want to I have a life. I want to have a reason to live. I want to get my dick wet. I want to do all these things. I want to I want to be a star, you know? I want to be a star. I could have been a contender. So shit like that. And then uh, Jackie spins the mirror. He's like, no, fuck off. And he spins the mirror. And he flips around and then zooms in on the reflection version of him. And you kind of realize that this is the swap. And they even do a little uh, false lead, I guess, for no reason. Because George stops by later. Just to like casually murder the man. It was so bizarre. He shows up and he's like, ah, he's like, how you doing? Hey, Jackie, wake up. Wake up, old Jackie. And he's just like, I'm going to shoot you in the fucking ear. And then I'm going to, I'm going to cut off that ear and then I'm going to fucking eat it right in front of you. And then I'm going to, I'm going to say, I'm just going to pull out your intestines until you die. Is that, is that all right? I just, oh, Georgie. Oh, Jackie, we're, we're good friends. Yeah. Um, it's weird that he would say his own name there. It's weird. Anyway. He stops by. He said he's going to skin him foot by foot. This is what he said. But in like the most sing song, it was very bizarre. And then, um, it's, you know, Jackie gets up and it's not Jackie anymore. He's, he's the reflection version. So he's like, he attempts to fucking resign from violent crime. Like he was supposed to murder somebody. He's like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and put in my two weeks here. I know you want me to do this job. Uh, I'm going to, so. You know, I won't use this job as a reference, and I'm sorry. Forget the two weeks. I'm just going to go ahead and leave now. And it was, an, it was honestly an opportunity to get a chance to work for you, George. I really do appreciate it. I, I mean, unfortunately, I do have to take my talents elsewhere. I need to get my dick wet. Because you can't fuck or have a life when you're in crime. Because that's not what every mafia movie's about. The glamour of crime before it all comes crashing down on them. No, sir. This guy doesn't have a chance. You you have to completely leave crime to do this. Anyway, um, he's he's like I I I'm not, I resign, and he stomps on George's foot, and he punches him a couple times, and I was like, dude, you're fucking totally getting murdered after this. I mean, yes, you stopped him now, but he's not gonna stop coming after you. If you're willing to murder somebody, and you're in the murder business, and then the guy punches you and kicks you and shit and insults you and throws you out of his hotel his four dollar hotel room. First of all, the insult of getting thrown out of a four dollar hotel room is is legendary. That is insulting to a to a degree which I can't even imagine, especially for a, a fucking murder guy. Anyway, he's gonna come back with like a bunch of dudes and just kill you, right? I mean, we all know this guy's dead. Anyway. He throws his gun out in the hallway after George. Really fucking weird. It took forever for the gun to land. If you go back and watch it, it's very strange. Um, he walks over to the reflection, and uh, he checks out of the hotel on the phone, and he's like, I'm not going to stay in this hotel. Man, it's small, it's sweaty, it's cramped, it's shitty, it's $4. 
And he's like, yes, my name is, my name is Jackie. No, no, John, John Rhodes. And I was like, your reflection has a different name? Who, why? What? You're his reflection, motherfucker. You're just, you know, you're still him. None of your paperwork's going to match. Oh my God, what? No, that doesn't, that's not how this works at all. A reflection's fucking retarded? I don't understand. He doesn't understand how names work. Maybe in the name universe, he's, he, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I want, I want to see what was going on in that mirror universe. Anyway, the nervous version's in the mirror. Whatever. That's, we, we knew how that was going to end. And again, my note was, it was a very simple episode that, that, that saved money for the show, but it was very effective the way they did it, and I've said that several times already. I didn't plan on, in my notes, I didn't write it yet, but, you know, doing this, here we are. I like this episode. I, I, I don't think I would have if, I feel like if it had a different director, I don't know who Douglas Hayes is, but he did a good job. I, w- I just want to say that, and it sounds weird. This, it sounds weird to getting a compliment coming from me. Uh, it feels bizarre saying it out loud. Because um, this episode should have been really stupid and really boring. And, and there's, a, there's a, what is his name? Uh, Mickey, not Mickey Rourke, but the other one. Anyway, there's an episode where the guy, guy does the same thing where he's super small and he wants to be big or... He's a jockey. One of those episodes is is the same as this, but that one doesn't have all the cool tricks and all the all the cool camera shots and all the like. There's not care in that episode. So that episode's stupid, and I, and I have it coming up here. I'm not sure when, but I know it's coming. I can feel it. What this goes down is a save. It's like a a pitcher who threw kind of a de- kind of a good game, and then his relief pitcher at the end just really cleans up nicely when he didn't have to. It's just got, they got saved for the for the re- opening pitcher. It is it just again I'm watching baseball right now. That's why I mentioned this. The score is zero to zero. Exciting. Anyway, I just I just I appreciate this episode. I'm glad they did what they did. I I, I like when they can do little tricks to make it better. It just it adds a lot. And I've said that a thousand times. So guys, go to liwstudios.com. Check out all the shows there. LIWstudios.com. You see a bunch of shows there. Listen to them, check them out, share them with your friends, guys. That's how we grow. I'm getting a lot of compliments on this show here, and Shitty Movie Showdown is starting to pick up. We haven't been recording lately, but uh, people are starting to watch the older episodes. I think we got like 18 out right now. But go check out YouTube.com/slash Learning Wonderland for Shitty Movie Showdown for American for Nick Cage Cast, which is merged with Shitty Movie Showdown. And there's a lot going on in there. Go check it out, guys. Please share. Rate and review on iTunes. All that good stuff. I love you guys. And until next time, and in the meantime, and in the Twilight Zone, I'm Phoenix West. That's my radio voice. Checking out on the radio.